Little honeybees flying around, little green peas from the ground, buttermilk biscuits nice and brown. Bring it to a Tennessee farm table, butter beans, peas, beets, and chard, chickens running in the yard, catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to a Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop in black gang candy stripes. Look at 'em loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee Farm Table. Good morning, and welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table, a show dedicated to the people of our community who produce, preserve, and prepare our regional foods. This is your hostess, Amy Campbell. That cute little theme song you just heard was performed and arranged by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. She's gotten to be very popular, and she's even sung on the Grand Ole Opry. We're really proud of this young woman, and even more proud to say that she's from Monroe County, Tennessee. This morning, we're setting the table with a visit from Dustin and Stacy Busby. They own and operate DSB Provisions, and they're a private chef and catering company. And recently, here in East Tennessee, the red buds are blooming. I've got a story by way of Fred Saussman of the fabulous Minnie Curtis and her red bud jelly recipe. And I have a little story from the past that my father shared with me that he learned from a fellow working at the S&W cafeteria in downtown Knoxville, and it involves red buds and crappie fishing. Plus, I've got some news and events from some neat things happening in our area upcoming, including Mule Day, the National Cornbread Festival, and I also visit with the good people of the second annual Appalachian Fest taking place today from 5 until 9 in Knoxville, Tennessee. Thank you very much for tuning in. I just really appreciate it so much, be it from podcasts or on the radio broadcast. It's something I really appreciate. So let's start the show off today with Dustin and Stacy Busby, DSB Provisions from Alcoa, Tennessee. So Dustin, you were most recently with Century Harvest Farm out in Greenback and the Hoof Food Truck. And also before that, um, Weren't you head of the whole farmstead at Blackberry? I was. Mm-hmm. I was the farmstead manager there for a few years. Yeah. Um, and now you've got your own business along with Stacy Busby, DSB Provisions. And can you tell me again what that name implies and what do you do? Mm-hmm. So DSP Provisions, we do catering and private chef right now, but uh, DSP Provisions is a start um, for our family's dream of owning our own food business, whether uh, we hope that grows into a small farm and bed and breakfast. That's our goal and our dream. Um, We hope to incorporate some kind of wellness factor into the whole plan, which is Stacy's background. 
and um, as well as uh, focusing on children and bringing in children to learn about food, learn about where food comes from, um, and also um, kind of spread the love of what we, we enjoy doing with our children, which is cooking with them and, and, and bringing food into their life. Um, we hope to bring that to uh, the community and stuff as well with our farm and bed and breakfast. So um, right now it is um, uh, strictly catering um, and private chefs. So we do some, we do some things as big as um, 100 people uh, buffet, small snacks and stuff like that at uh, um, different venues. And then we also do like multi-course in-home caterings for eight, six or eight people up to um, 20 people as well. So um, which can involve, um, you know, just a few family style things on the counter or uh, in involve actually five or six plated courses. Um, so it's kind of a fun way to have a intimate restaurant uh, in your own home. And so we love doing that and it's, it's very fun for us. And we use everything um, that we're doing to get to our dream of the bed and breakfast and farm. So That sounds like such a great business model. We're excited and we're very, yes. we feel very grateful to have the opportunity to, to be able to do it as well. So You both are partners in business and in marriage, right? Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Yeah, yeah, I think that's wonderful. Well, now, Stacy, Dustin was saying that your background is in wellness. Will you tell us a little bit about yourself? And um, Through training and career, I'm a social worker. Um, and so I've always worked with adolescents and children and families and, and working towards uh, stability and wellness and um, making it through some of the tough times. Um, but then a few years back, I also added yoga to my repertoire and became a registered teacher. And um, that is something that has been beautiful to see how just getting grounded and getting back to the earth and just being with yourself really is something that um, can be quite healing. It doesn't have to be talk therapy. And so I'm continuing to look for ways to integrate that and DSB provisions and the way that we're moving forward for our family dream. It's just a perfect integration because we can bring I feel like Dustin and I in our relationship and the way that we work with our family, that just that ability to connect and make intentional moments to really just sit and savor life um, mm -hmm. is, is something that we want to share. And so um, having that opportunity to bring people to the country, to the quiet, um, to the earth, um, it, all, it all just fits. And so whether it's stopping for a moment to savor the food that Dustin is creating or the desserts that I'm creating um, that, you know, that, that, that makes you stop and just be and just be there. And so that it, it all just is a natural integration. And um, it's really the way that we met the first time that we were ever together. There was a moment where um, we both just realized that the dinner that Dustin had created that I was able to attend was where our heart and soul was. And, um, and so that vision is always in my mind on how do we give that to other people so that we're not just enjoying it ourselves, but other people are feeling love and joy and satisfaction in life. So I got to ask, what was the situation where you both met one another? Just out of curiosity. Uh, we, I had done a dinner. This was when I was living out at the farm um, in Greenback, and um, I had met Stacy and kind of took the opportunity to suddenly want to be throwing a dinner party to invite her to. <laughs> and so I had invited some friends, I believe. Uh, well, I know her, our mutual friend who. Um, we met through her. He was working at Saltworks Brewery at the time, and uh, her friend was working with her at uh, Cherokee. 
And so uh, we invited them, of course, and then I think Andy Chabot and Sarah Chabot and uh, and then the was it Osmond there? Maybe. Anyways, a few people were there, and so we did a big dinner out on the farm, and it was just ended up being a fun, perfect night of of you know gorgeous porch and being out in the country and just having a bunch of good food and wine and drink and uh, it was a pretty awesome evening and we've been together ever since. And let me tell you, Amy, there's nothing more intimidating than being invited to a dinner where you normally you're a cook as well and you like to offer something to the table when there's a dinner. There's nothing more intimidating to reach out to a chef and say, so you have a, a sommelier that will be there and, and you're a professional chef. Mm, so I can't bring food or wine. What, what, do I, what do I bring? How do I be a proper guest and also be new to the South and knowing what do I do? So it was quite an intimidating night that turned out quite positively. <laughs> I'd say it was. Yeah, it was quite positive, yeah. Which we found out through our thing, as she hinted on earlier, in, in when she was speaking before, but um, she's pretty awesome at making candies and desserts, and that's become her role mm-hmm. in DSP Provisions, in a sense, mm-hmm. uh, among other things, of course, but um, she's kind of in charge of the sweets, which is, she's insanely talented at it for, um, you know, Being no, an amateur. For, no, no <laughs> formal training. Um, <laughs> well, tell me what kind of stuff you make. Just a, a few of them. Ah, well, um, what I'm working towards um, perfecting or at least enjoying the um, um, the experience of is chocolates, um, mm-hmm. handmade chocolates um, with a variety of different ganaches in the middle or fruits. And um, one of my first exciting successes with candy beyond what I've been doing for many years was uh, Pat de Fouy, which... Uh, it's Dustin's favorite, and I was so excited that the first time I did it, he's like, wow, this is like the best I've ever had. And I was like, yes, I can do this. Um, but Pat de is so fun. I, I, when it, folks ask me, you know, what is that? Because that sounds so fancy. Yeah, and I don't know what that means. So essentially, it's it's like a, a fruit gummy, really, yeah. but it's made. it starts with fresh fruit puree. So um, apricot and blueberry are my favorite to make, and I'm um, working to, you know, get raspberry, too. So you bite into this candy that... Um, makes you feel like you're eating some real fresh fruit, um, but then the sugary kind of gumminess to just, yeah, it's it's one of those where you bite into it and it's like, ah, oh, okay, this <laughs> is fun. Yeah. 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 So DSB, Dustin, Stacy Busby, provisions. That's right. And we have some plans, um, probably kind of our, hope, our next step is, you know, because we're definitely not going to be able to jump in and do it all at once, but, um, you know, we hope to get our farmland next as our step, if you will. And, um, and we, and then we, so we named it DSP provisions because we, we hope to be bringing a, a, a wide range of services, uh, to the community. And we hope to be making some retail products like we've done in the past and stuff as, and then, um, you know, do some, some different things. Um, so, you know, continuing the catering, the private chef, and then, um, so yeah, we're very excited about it. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you both have, decided to do this because it's a great business here in East Tennessee. And also, Dustin, your background, you know, your fancy chef up there at the Blackberry Farm <laughs> and did a ton of great stuff with Century Harvest, pulling that well summer brand together, mm-hmm. all those jams and preserves and things. 
And so are you going to do your own line of those eventually? Or? To some degree. Um, we're not exactly sure mm-hmm. to what capacity yet. Um, we hope to see how that unfolds as we, um, as we, this will be our first year going into a growing season um, on this side of it as business owners. Um, uh-huh. we, we have some great connections with local farmers and um, so we're very excited to kind of see what we can pull out. We're, you know, Brian Strutz at Adopo Pizza, yes. um, he's been so kind to let us use his kitchen as our commissary. And so that's where we um, you know, do all our catering prep and all the stuff for our events and everything to keep um, um, you know, legit, if you will, with the, yes. with the health department and everything. And mm-hmm. so um, for us to expand into um, the products and stuff like that, we would probably have to find our own space. And so we're really, um, we're hoping to find land where we can build um, maybe our, our next kitchen if on the property rather mm-hmm. than um, trying to rush into anything. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so it's not all finalized or step figured out yet, but yes. we, we definitely will have some kind of, uh, of pickles or preserves or, um, or fresh pasta or something mm-hmm. <laughs> in the near future. All in due time. Right? Yeah, all in due time. That's right. We want to do it correctly. We want to yes. make sure that... Um, uh, that our supply chain uh, comes from this area and stuff. So we want to make sure that um, any product that we make, uh, we make it based on what our local farmers and stuff can produce. So um, that's kind of our. Um, that's what we want. To, that's what we want to make sure we're not. We're not trying to be a huge uh, company. We want to. We want to only. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table on the radio at WDVX.com every Saturday at 9 a.m. and by podcast at TennesseeFarmTable.com 24-7. You're listening to an interview with Dustin and Stacy Busby from DSB Provisions in Alcoa, Tennessee. When we return from a short break, we'll hear how you can get in touch with them. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes in part from Magpie's Bakery in downtown North Knoxville, just one block north of Broadway on North Central Street. Magpie's Bakery can accommodate most budgets and styles, from a simple rustic barn dance with pies, cookies, and cupcakes, to a country club affair with a custom creation. With a full selection of ready-made designs, or they can create custom designs for your special event. Images of their ready-made designs and details on custom orders and appointments at magpiescakes.com. Magpies Cakes. All butter, all the time. And let's get back to our interview with Dustin and Stacy Busby, DSB Provisions. So, Dustin, if somebody's listening and they've got an event and they're thinking about asking you, how does the process go? So, we can offer a wide range of menus and um, even uh, budgets as well. And uh, the best way is just to start a conversation and reach out. Uh, we, our website is dsbprovisions.com. Um, we have an Instagram and Facebook. Um, and so, we usually just reach out and confirm a date first and kind of get a rough uh, understanding of what your event's going to be, how, you know, how many people and usually go for um, what style of 
uh, service you want, like if we are, you know, buffet or family style, or if you wanted a plated out uh, kind of intimate meal, um, and then uh, budget. And from there, I usually give some different menu options and different things and ideas depending on what's available, what's local, what's seasonal. Um, and then um, they can say yay or nay and we nail down a menu and we bring everything. We have all our own cooking equipment. We have uh, plates and we can uh, get uh, silverware and uh, glassware and all that stuff. Um, some people like to use their own glassware and silverware. It's an excuse to pull out, you know, the china that you never get to pull out, which is always fun for them and fun for us too. Um, our goal is to come into your home and uh, have everything ready and or, you know have everything mostly prepared. Uh, we usually use their kitchen a little bit, um, depending on again depending on kind of the style of the event and location of the event. Um, but our goal is to leave there with um, like we were never there, so um, you yeah. get all the fun of being in your own home, but without having to clean up the mess. So uh. <laughs> sounds great. Yeah. And you've been listening to an interview with Dustin and Stacy Busby of DSB Provisions in Alcoa, Tennessee. More information and contact links to them and all my guests, as well as contact links for news and special events, can always be found every week at TennesseeFarmTable.com. Just look for the link that says Listen to the Show. And now let's hear from our friend Fred Saussman with Seasons Evenings. The late Minnie Curtis could conjure flavor out of an old tree stump. She made meals out of things most people ignore, trample over, or discard. Minnie was the person folks around Clinch Mountain went to when they ran across a mountain wildflower they could not identify or if they needed a remedy for a baby's colic. Minnie didn't have a day of college, but she was a brilliant botanist. She acquired her knowledge by staying close to the land, listening to its rhythms, and observing its clues and signs. For the last 20 years of her life, and into her 90s, she made jelly from the blooms of redbud trees. In Appalachia, the redbud is one of the first signs of spring its blossoms brightening the once-dormant landscape. Minnie described the flavor of her redbud jelly as slightly sour and fruity. She started making it after attending the Redbud Festival, held annually since 1982 in Honeaker, Virginia. This is how Minnie Curtis made this stunningly beautiful redbud jelly. Place two cups of rinsed redbud flowers in a jar and barely cover with about two cups of boiling water. Cover and let stand for 24 hours. Strain and discard the blossoms. To two cups of the extract, add two tablespoons of lemon juice and three tablespoons of Sure Gel. Bring to a boil, then add two cups of sugar and boil hard for about one minute. Pour into hot jelly glasses and seal with paraffin. For the Tennessee Farm Table, with thanks to Minnie Curtis, I'm Fred Saussman. 
And today in Knoxville, there's an event called Appalachian Fest. And I went down and visited with two of the people that are helping to put this festival on. And we're going to hear a little bit about that. It's today from 5 to 9 in Knoxville, Tennessee, Appalachian Fest. So let's now join Kevin and Sam and hear about this festival. We're sitting here visiting with Kevin Collins and Sam Rosalina here at the Church of the Savior on Wisecarver. And what we're visiting with them about is um, this thing called Appalachian Fest. And Kevin, I heard you're the one who came up with this idea. Well, I, I didn't necessarily come up with the idea, but I got kind of drafted into it because uh, I'm seventh generation East Tennessean, and, and so I have a longstanding relationship with the area, and they thought I would be appropriate to, to take the lead on it. But it's it's uh, it's Appalachian Festival. This is our second annual run on it, and we have music, and we have uh, uh, readings, local kind of readings. It uh, We're going to eat about 5.30 to 6.30, and then a program starts 6.30 to 8.30, mm-hmm. and uh, it is here at Church of the Savior, and it's not we're not about promulgating stereotypes we're about talking about us as we are in this region mm-hmm. and that it's not like what you see all over the media or mm-hmm. what you see on, on pop tv or something right. like that. it's it's about who we are and have been and are going to be kind of thing so it's it's a little different this year because we are having the old harp singers come and and work with us and, and yeah. sing right in the middle of the program mm-hmm. so uh, that'll be a great addition. Uh, it is primarily readings written by local writers, mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily reading their own stuff, but uh, the folks here that are that are drafted to read, mm-hmm. and uh, more local musicians, not necessarily professional musicians, but yeah. local uh, folks that, that have the sense of what we think Appalachia is about. Mm-hmm. So Sam, will you tell us again when this thing is, where the location is, and what time it is? Uh, Appalachian Fest is uh, April 1st, uh, April Fool's Day, but it really is on April 1st. (laughs) Uh, It's at 5.30, and it's at Church of the Savior on Wisegarber in Knoxville. Okay, and how do people find maps and stuff? How do they connect with you all? Um, probably the easiest way to do that is find our Facebook page. We have a, a, a Facebook event page that, that gives the address and uh, gives a little bit more about the event, tells about some of the, the things that we'll be doing there. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Well, do you know what kind of food people can expect? All kinds. We, we saw quite, quite a spread last time, and that was a pretty small group that we had. It was a small group, and part of it is a cornbread contest, and there were probably 15 15 last of, year, 15 different of types of cornbread, yeah. and this year we've added a, an apple dessert contest as well, so Yay. That, that kind of runs a gambit on uh, all the different kinds of things that you'll see. But on top of that, we'll be having some, some Appalachian-themed uh, foods to, to uh, snack on throughout. We're excited. Yeah, I saw something about an apple stack cake written on that, and that's kind of why I came here to talk with you. <laughs> I follow stack cake. This car breaks for stack cake. <laughs> okay, well, again, we're talking to Kevin and Sam, Appalachian Fest, coming up today 
from five to nine. And so is there a charge to get into this event? There's no charge to get in, but it is a fundraiser for uh, Morgan Scott Project, uh, which is in Deer Lodge, headquartered mm-hmm. in Deer Lodge, but it, it serves the Morgan and Scott counties area, and we've we've been associated with them for 30 years, uh, in a way, to as a as a means of outreach and, and working to improve our local conditions for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And when we come back from a break, we're sitting here again talking with Kevin Collins and Sam Rosalina about Appalachian Fest. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the Morgan Scott Project. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes to you in part by Kenner Tree Care. Family owned and operated out of Louisville, Tennessee. Kenner Tree Care is proud to support this type of local community broadcasting. A certified arborist insured for your protection, offering removal of dead or problem trees, tree pruning, storm emergencies, tree care, soil conditioning, and tree and stump removal. Contact Kenner Tree Care by phone at 865-686-8344 or by Facebook. Kenner Tree Care. Tree Care, Nature's Play. If you just joined us, you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table, and our guests today are Kevin and Sam. They're with the Appalachian Festival that's happening today from 5 to 9 at the Church of the Savior off of Weisgarber Road. Before the break, we talked about the beneficiary for this whole event is Morgan Scott Project. Can you tell us what that is about? Uh, the Morgan Scott Project is a umbrella organization. I think they have 11 different programs out of this one office and very small staff, but they've got 11 dynamic programs, including education and medical and home repair construction. And I mean, the list goes on, food distribution, uh, uh, clothing, and uh, their prices are very reasonable. They're not out to make money off of their projects. So mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's a well thought out and a very needed resource for the, the Morgan and Scott counties. Mm-hmm. I don't think they build new houses like Habitat, but they, mm-hmm. they uh, do uh, Repair repairs work. and, and mm-hmm. upgrades like ADA uh, accessibility mm-hmm. and, and stuff with, like that. Yeah, helping with uh, uh, making it more uh, utilities friendly. Oh, yeah. Updating. Yeah. updating mm-hmm. uh, well, okay. Kevin Collins and Sam Rosalina. Appalachian Fest. In order for people to connect with you, where again do they find a map and all that kind of stuff? They can find uh, in more information about the event on Facebook. We have an event page there, uh-huh. um, and, and we'll have uh, the address to the church uh, where it's being held, and, uh, and we'll have some more information on what's going to be happening and taking place there. That sounds really good. So thanks so much. Thank you, Amy. Now here's a neat little story from my dad, Dr. John Campbell. He's 88 years old and was born and raised in Knoxville and used to enjoy going to the old S&W cafeteria in downtown Knoxville that was on Gay Street. 
and he told me he was sitting there one day, and a little bitty fellow that worked there told him, when the red buds are in bloom, the crappie are biting. So there's that story from Dr. Campbell about red buds in bloom and crappie fishing. And here are a few Tennessee events that I thought you might be interested in. Mule Day, March 27th through April 2nd. Mule Day is an annual celebration of all things related to mules, held in Columbia, Tennessee, which is mule capital of the world. And this whole thing began in 1840 as a breeder's day, where meetings would take place for mule breeders, and now attracts over 200,000 people and takes place over four days. In addition to mules, they also feature a parade, traditional Appalachian food, music, dancing, and crafts. And today at Honey Rocker Farm in Louisville, Tennessee, it is the annual Spring Fever Day from 10 o'clock in the morning until 5 p.m. And coming up is the 21st Annual Cornbread Festival that's held in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee, April 29th and 30th. At this festival, they have the National Lodge Cast Iron Cornbread Cook-Off, Cornbread Alley, where you sample various recipes for cornbread, live music throughout the festival, arts and crafts from area vendors, tours of Lodge Cast Iron Factory, a Cornbread 5K Race, tours of historic South Pittsburgh, a classic car cruise in, and cornbread eating contests. So there you have it, just a few of the fun things happening in Tennessee that are coming up. More information about all these events and all my guests, always at TennesseeFarmTable.com. Just look for the link that says listen to the show. Thank you so much for your great company here today on the Tennessee Farm Table. Hope you can join us again right back here next Saturday at 9 a.m. on the radio dial at WDVX.com out in Knoxville or anytime on our podcast, TennesseeFarmTable.com. Our theme song was written by myself and sung, arranged, and performed by Emmy Sunshine of East Tennessee. More information about Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. That is spelled T-H-E-E-M-I Sunshine.com. We hope you'll reach out and connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, and also our podcast on TennesseeFarmTable.com. And please tell your friends about us. We want to say thank you to WDVX Radio out of Knoxville, Tennessee. They are a true community-supported radio station that does not receive funding from universities or government agencies. The community and businesses support WDVX. Through an agreement with WDVX, they are our media partner, and the Tennessee Farm Table Show is broadcast on that station every Saturday at 9 a.m. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.